is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. Accidental Star Wars podcast this side of the galaxy. We're just simple clones trying to make our way like our father before us. And just to let all of you know out there, we recorded about five minutes without actually recording this episode. Oh, they don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's funny. <laughs> so what is up, clone army? And what is up? Commander Quattros. What is up? Um, Who's fives? Is that is that me? Yeah. Okay. So upon request from a bunch of you out there, we got a bunch of messages. You all wanted to hear our thoughts on the Book of Boba Fett trailer. Uh, Thanks for reaching out to us. I think that's really cool that you guys want to know what we think. Um, Absolutely. It's always good to hear about get requests from the clone army out there. You know, we know you're out there. Yeah. We're, we're not one to talk about numbers out here because, you know, we're still a young show, very young show, but uh, we see the numbers and wow, we've hit some milestones and yeah, I mean, I guess just want to say thank you out there for that. That's awesome. That's great that you guys uh, check us out and it's great that a lot of you find us accidentally. Totally. So as I was saying before, we weren't recording. <laughs> the trailer it didn't reveal a lot you know a lot of a lot of trailers kind of show the entire movie sometimes or no or they'll show like they'll they'll play some dialogue that you're like what is this about or why why did they say this and this one didn't really leave it didn't leave with a lot of questions i don't think but it, it it didn't make me super pumped, but it didn't take any excitement away watching it. It's, I mean, the visuals, uh, just, I have it, I actually have the trailer paused on my other monitor at five seconds, and it shows a really cool shot of the Bomar monk, the spider droid. And, right. uh, like, just the way it looks, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to. I can't wait to see what they're doing because I'm assuming all of this is in that volume thing that they use now. So I'm excited to see what everything looks like. Do you have a do you have that pulled up that shot? Oh yeah. So okay. it's a it's a monk. Like is it yeah. any kind of re- religious like implications to that uh, character? Dude, these things, and I don't know if this is canon. I was looking it up because I. For the life of me, I couldn't remember the name of it, and I'll just show you really quick. I oh, have okay. it was a mail-in thing that my brother got for me from Power of the Force days, and uh, but mine has like the little the little ball. Like I don't know if you can see it. There's like blue liquid in it, uh-huh. and the one in this is like an orange or red. It looks red to me. Um, but they and I'm reading this off of Star Wars fandom. 
the Bomar Order, which consisted of Bomar monks, was a religious order that believed in isolating themselves from all physical sensation to enhance the power of their minds. Oh, to that I remember aim, this. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. They had their brains transplanted into nutrient-filled jars, and then they were, you know, the jars were carried around by these, uh, their BT-16, like, spider-like droids. Do you right. remember that? Okay. Um, I read a little bit of uh, Tales from Jabba's Palace. Oh, and, okay. And I think that story might have been in um, one of the, one of the, that, that, explanation might have been in that um that book no kidding yeah those are older books um i don't know if they're canon anymore i doubt they are well but, i mean we might they might recanon or make them canon because i mean why would this be the first thing you see there's got to be some kind of level of importance of of yeah. the bomar monk on the also, on the screen in that book i think it also explains how Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc pit. Oh, is that, is that when Dengar rescues him? Is that how know. it goes? I'm not sure. I never read it. I never read that story because it was okay. close. It was towards the end and I didn't make it that far. And not that it wasn't interesting or anything. I just, I just put it down. And I never picked it up again. You know, it's kind of, because you know, the stories would end and, and then it'd be like, okay, it's a good stopping point. And then you just never go back to it. <laughs> I never I get did that. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was like towards the end. So I never made it that far, but I knew it was in there. Um, nice. and I was, uh, and I'd always wanted, I wanted to check it out, but like, uh, maybe the book of Boba Fett will, uh, probably borrow some stuff from it. Yeah. Maybe shed some light on those things and then you won't have to read the book. I was going to say, I think somebody actually recorded like a audio version of that book. And oh. I, th I think it's on YouTube. Okay. Um, because, you know, me and, and books, I'd rather listen to them than sit down and read them because I can do stuff while I'm listening. Right. So I looked into that, I think, last year. But before we go any further, I kind of gave my, you know, initial thoughts on the trailer. And then we kind of <laughs> went on this thing about the Bomar Monk. So what were your initial thoughts? My was like, um, I wasn't, um, I didn't know that there was a trailer coming out, which, which is, I you know, I would think... A lot of people didn't know, right? So that yeah. was kind of interesting to find out that they just, um, hey, remember coming up in a couple months, we got another series coming, and I'm like, oh, that's right, because I mean, we had like the um, the uh, the clone show that we were watching there. Oh, the Bad Batch, <laughs> the Bad Batch, <laughs> right? And that that you know that was like 16 good weeks, you know, that that, that ate up a big chunk of the year, and then you know, Visions came out with some, you know, and then. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, we still get we still get a, a new Boba Fett series. So I was kind of like, yay, <laughs> happy about that. Um, but I didn't want to watch the trailer, you know, initially because I'm like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to get anything spoiled. You know, I, you know, I'm I'm in. You know, I'm not gonna not watch it. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not getting rid of uh, Disney Plus, so you don't gotta worry about me. So um, when I saw it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is pretty cool looking, you know. Back on Tatooine, how about that? <laughs> right, <laughs> the desert planet. Okay, <laughs> back to familiar surroundings. Kind of seems like we're picking up right after he took over. 
which is cool. You know, we're not getting like a prequel to that moment, which is, you know, kind of cool because we already know how that ends. So they're not going to kind of waste our time. I like that. And, um, you know, all in all, like I was, I'm pumped. I mean, I'm, you know, you, you didn't have to shoot me a trailer. I was, you know, I was already down to watch it. And this just makes it, you know, it's kind of just gives me some visuals that I'll be looking for now, you know, when I watch this, the series, which is, which is cool. And, mm-hmm. and they, they always do a good job of not really giving anything away. You know, Disney does a great job of figuring out what to, what to show. I'm, I'm sure they're showing if they follow the Mandalorians, like formula, they're probably just showing like some, uh, rising action as opposed to, you know, climax of stuff. So, yeah, you know, I remember from the, initial Mandalorian trailer uh, before season, you know, the first season came out, there were a couple of things that I don't remember ever seeing in season one that they showed in the trailer. Is that something, I mean, you would know more than me. Is that something that happens in, you know, when they're filming? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Your trailer is probably made way before the final edit is, is done in your teasers and stuff. So, you probably have other footage um, that you know you initially like like fall in love with that you want to show people, and then as the edit goes through, you know you kind of realize that maybe some of that stuff doesn't work with the story. You know what I mean? You got to start trimming the fat, as they say. So some of that stuff kind of finds its way onto a trailer or being part of the like a first draft of a story, but not being the final draft. Because okay. you're always rewriting in a way. Because even after you shoot, you're always um, rewriting and, and trying to make a cohesive story. It's you know, you know, you always want to you know keep you know refining and refining and refining until you got it down. Until you until you you know you got it. You know. Okay. So some of those shots might not, and there might be you know great shots and everything, and that's how come they end up on a trailer. So did like I I was kind of saying how. I walked away from the trailer, not like super extra pumped, just still like kind of stayed level pumped. Where, where would you kind of lie in that? Well, you know, I'm always like, um, the anticipation to me is always greater than the actual, uh, reality of watching something. So mm-hmm. if anything, it kind of decreased my, you know, I'm being honest, it decreased my, um, anticipation a little bit. Cause I kind of know what it looks like, who are, who are, some characters that are going to be in it kind of gives away stuff that I would have been surprised to see if, if it was the first time I saw it. Uh, okay. So that's kind of like, uh, I can relate to that a little bit, not based on this series, but on the Obi-Wan series or the Ahsoka series that we heard about Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Coming in. Like I almost would have preferred them to keep that quiet. Like, because I mean, imagine watching the Obi-Wan series. I think that's coming out long before the Ahsoka one and you see Hayden Christensen. I mean, that would just be like explosive, but now that, you know, a year, possibly a year before it comes out, you're just going to be like, okay, when's, when do we, when do we get to see Hayden? You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just like when Ahsoka was announced, casting in uh the mandalorian you're like okay this is awesome mm-hmm. um so i guess next episode is when we see ahsoka and you know <laughs> yeah and in the story you had no idea it was ahsoka well oh they did they did they did say it i read that one episode at the end of the one episode with the right, right. yeah when yeah. uh bo katan 
says where you'll find Ahsoka Tano. Right, right. Yeah, I, as much as I loved all of that, I I would never bash it because it was awesome. But yeah, imagine if they didn't say that it would be Ahsoka Tano and then that next episode was titled The Jedi. And you're like, I mean, who the heck is this going to be? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That would have... It was still pretty explosive. I mean, that was such a cool intro to live action for her. So I would never take anything away from it. No, no, no. I'm not taking nothing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, knowing too much kind of um, deflates it. Yeah, a little bit. But it's cool. You know, it, and I'm sure they do a good job of not showing you too much. Something I noticed and you can see it if you go. I mean, I'm only like 14 seconds into the video. Boba Fett looks very different face-wise than he did in The Mandalorian. He's got eyebrows. I thought there was something different. Like it doesn't you know? look all scarred and dirty. So is it maybe there's a little bit of time, you know? Like uh he's this is just a little bit past um, you know, him helping out the crew um get the baby back. Mm-hmm. Um Grogu he- back. You think he's doing like some some back to tank dives like Luke and Empire? Probably. Or it could be like real like world real world practical. Maybe it's just too much time to shave his eyebrows or cover them up or or you know <laughs> like real world like you know maybe it's just too much to keep putting all that stuff on his face, you know what I mean? Let's just pretend that he healed himself up a little bit. Did you ever see uh <laughs> one of the Police Academy movies? Where Captain, it was Captain Mauser loses Mouser. his eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Doctor, where are my eyebrows? <laughs> Every angle. Yeah. Mauser, Mauser. Yes, sir. Oh, give me a hand with this. Take it off. No, no, don't go slow. Go fast so it doesn't hurt. Ah! Oh, that hurts. Am I okay? Oh, it's nice. Oh, there's a mirror right here, sir. No eyebrows. Where are my eyebrows? Right here, sir. (laughs) This is going very, very well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's great. It's coming. That's great. Oh, that's nice. You're gonna like this. (laughs) Let me see it. Oh, look at that. Let me see it. Look at this. Look at this angle over here. Every angle. Here you go. I can't see it. It's yours. Well, what do you think, sir? I think I like it. (laughs) (laughs) He's got eyelashes on. Yeah. (laughs) His armor's all cleaned up. It looks good. You know, we get to see him put on the helmet, you know, here Mm -hmm. in this shot. Um, So we know it's him being uh, under the armor. I mean, you know, not that we didn't know it. And they keep showing that dent in his helmet, you know? Yeah. Which we know that that's from Cad Bane, right? Right. Uh, and they kind of featured that dent, it seemed like, um, if you notice. Oh, really? It, to me, it seemed uh, pretty pronounced that they were like wanting to show that that dent in the helmet. Like, you know, I think we're going to get to this. So, you know, kind of know that it's there. You know. Do you think we'll see something about that? Maybe a flashback or something? Maybe. But then that would mean Cad Bane would be in live action, right? I would 
probably poop my pants if we saw a live action <laughs> campaign. I'm just saying that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. I mean, everything's out there. Everything's you know, got you know, it's for the picking. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's possible. Mm-hmm. They brought in Ahsoka. You know, they're talking about Thrawn coming in. You know, Cad Bane, why not? Did you notice the Lucasfilm logo was in Boba Fett colors? At the very beginning? I think at the beginning and then I think at the end as well. I think they show it again. Okay. I mean, the trailer's only like, a what, a minute, 40 sec- 48 seconds long? Yeah. But they show some cool stuff. They show him. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it now. Right, right after that's he pretty put cool. Yeah, it's very cool. There's uh this oh okay there's a shot when he's sitting this takes me to like a a mafia style film at like 53 seconds in where he's sitting at the head of the table and there's uh looks like Trandosians and I want to see those other guys are the guys that uh Cara Dune and Din fought in uh was it the third was it the third or fourth I think it was the fourth episode of season one of the Mandalorian the clit what are they? Clatoonians? Clatoonians? Um, with like the, the two-legged ATST in that village. Oh, right. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what those guys are at the, in this shot. But this just takes me to like a, a mafia scene where Boba's, you know, and they're all eating. I didn't even notice that. They got like food on their plates and stuff. Yeah. Um, very cool to see it. I was the most excited for the whole... Um, trailer was seeing the Trandoshans, you know what I mean? And knowing a little bit about their background, you know, watching the Clone Wars. Right. That was like the most, uh, you know, of anything that like happens in the trailer, seeing those guys, I was like the most pumped about. But what kind of looks like he lost a step or two, I don't know, from that whole fight from uh, the Mandalorian. Seems like he's a little slower now when he fights in this trailer. Oh, really? To me, it seemed like a little slower. Yeah. Slower paced. I don't know. Okay. But I'm sure, you know, that's just the shots that they chose, you know. Yeah. Maybe they're just kind of lulling me to sleep and, w- and going to wow me, you know. You got to think, Robert Rodriguez, I think he's going to do everything he can to wow us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be fine. Everything's going to be cool there. Yeah. And who, who's the dog face guy that's right after the Trandoshans? Who's that guy? Is that the guys you're talking about? Yeah, that's the Clatoonian. Okay. Those are the guys that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Gotcha. He does kind of have like the the droopy dog. Yeah. <laughs> and like the nose and everything. Yeah. Aqualish are at that table too. Yeah. The Aqualish are there. And then, Gamor- and then he's got the Gamorrean guards. That are all so, like ripped. <laughs> yeah. So those are like real people. That's not like someone's bodysuit. That's like real dudes being that big with the masks on, which is cool. I yeah. They look, they, look, they look more legit, you know? Yeah. I love the familiarity that they they've been putting in these series as opposed to, you know, we've talked about other Star Wars uh, Disney content where you didn't see a lot of the familiar aliens and stuff. Uh, exactly. We're, yeah. We're getting it hardcore in the Mandalorian and now the book of Boba. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm happy about that, but I'm curious, like this is one of those shots, like when they're all sitting at the table and they're talking, I'm curious to see I get the, I kind of get the feeling like Boba's up to something. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, is he, he just sounds like he's being too good, too nice, too honorable. I think he's trying to play these guys. 
yeah, I mean, that's what this trailer kind of leads you to believe um, that just like any mafia that wants to get everyone together and build something, they always just are just trying to take over. Yeah. Uh, I think they do it in um, The Godfather. They do it in The Joker or not The Dark Knight um, with The Joker in it. Oh, right. Yeah. They do it in um, any mafia movie, Scarface. You know, mm-hmm. like it just seems like that's just a thread. The common story is like, oh, I'm going to get all the heads of the families together. We're going to talk about it and they're all going to work for me. You know, and they're like, we're not going to work for you. Oh, you're not going to work for me. Boom, boom, boom. You're all dead. And now I'm in charge. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> seems yeah. like that's like the common story thread. So totally. that's what I'm thinking. Like he's just playing coy and trying to lull everyone's defenses and pretend he's not, you know, capable and. You know, eventually, I don't know, maybe either just take them down or shut everybody down. I don't know what the reason would be, mm-hmm. but or or to take things over and, and, and have ultimate power, which I can I can see that. Yeah, I'm cool with with them maybe throwing in some mafia style underworld stuff. Um, that's something I don't think we've really seen in Star Wars. You know, it's mostly like Western samurai. Right. You know, so. What? Wasn't there a show that was supposed to be devoted um, to the underground that didn't make it? 1313, I believe. Yeah. Or that might have been the game. But yeah, it was like Star Wars Underworld or something like that. Yeah, that was the one that um, I found out. Okay, George Lucas, I think. I don't know if he scripted. I think he helped script that series that never happened. But there were, I think, like 50. I want to say like 56 episodes scripted and some of them were from uh ronald moore who did the battlestar galactica stuff oh sweet yeah that's what i i saw that like gosh it's probably been a year now because he was on ronald moore was on i forget he was on a podcast i listened to and he had brought that up george lucas and ronald moore were making a tv series in star wars like that would have been ultimate yeah for real Battlestar Galactica meets the Mandalorian or something, you know, I mean, yeah. who knows what it would have been. It, it, it more than likely would have been amazing. So uh, there's a shot at one minute, two seconds of some Tusken Raiders walking in like a sandstorm. I wonder if that is, do you think maybe that's a flashback of, you know, because Boba Fett was kind of dressed in like the robe and he had the gaffy stick and stuff. Do you think maybe this is possibly them explaining you know, how, like how he came out of the Sarlacc pit or something. Yeah, probably. But they're not walking in single file, which is kind of weird, you know, to hide their numbers. I mean, they're kind of like walking all spread out. That's a really good point. So uh, who knows what's going on here? Um, But maybe they just threw that rule out. Maybe, maybe, you know, they're like, ah, we're all right. Walking around all because the Mandalorian, they're, they were all spread out, I guess. Maybe that's their new tactic. Yeah, that's also a good point. They yeah. Single file was always what they did. And there was something I did want to point out. I'm one minute, six seconds behind the the Twi'leks, as I call them. <laughs> or the Twi'leks, as I call them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it looks like old Ben Kenobi walking behind them across the screen it cracks me up i know obviously it isn't for many reasons but it looks just like him oh i see him 
Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> it could be him. No, no, it can't be him. No. Right? Yeah, and this is way after. So yeah, you know, I had to do like a triple take, especially when he gets like right when he walks off of the screen. I'm trying to pause it. It's so much like him. I can't even. It's too. Yeah, he's quick. got the he's got the beard and everything. Yeah, uh, the Twi'lek in that shot. I looked it up. I don't know. If you remember the movie Flashdance from like the 80s? Yeah, of course. But that's, uh, uh, what is her name now? I already forgot. Jennifer Beals. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's her um, on the right. She looks like um, she's important. I'm like, going to say yes. Yeah. Like the queen of the, that whole species or or a representative or a senator or something. You know, she looks... I mean, the way she's dressed and everything, she's not what the other ones kind of has like leather. She looks like more like a slave girl, mm-hmm. but the one, but she's looks like more like she's, um, you know, some sort of leader. royalty or yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good call. So that's like the only, aside from, uh, Tamara Morrison and Ming-Na Wen that, uh, is it Jennifer or Jessica Beals? I think it's Jennifer. Uh, those are like the only big names that I know of that are in the series. I didn't look at IMDb or anything just because I don't want to know too much. Yeah, I didn't really research this at all either. You know, sometimes I kind of want to figure stuff out on my own or get pleasantly Mm -hmm. surprised by things and not know everything, you know, (laughs) just me sometimes. But it's cool to see the, was it the Slave One or what do they call it now? It's a different (laughs) name, right? There's like, I think it's Boba Fett's Starship or uh, Fire Spray. Fire Spray? (laughs) That's like the the class of the ship, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I'm sticking with Slave One just because it's so familiar to say. But yeah, it was cool that we get to see that again. It's always it's such a cool looking ship. So anytime we get to see that on screen is fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you, can't, you can't. It's like having his horse. You know, it's like it's like you know, the Lone Ranger's horse. It's like it's a given. Is there anything else you know that really popped out at you in this or? Yeah, it just seems like he's up to something, you know, something, you know what I mean? Just the way he's looking around and I don't understand why his, his helmet is full of cash, it looks like, or uh, coins. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe there's a heist or something involved and I don't see Boba Fett struggling, but I mean, I guess he can because I mean, the, the Clone Wars, well, he was young Boba Fett, you know, things didn't really go his way. Mm-hmm. I guess there's possibility of that. It's just in the in live action, we haven't really seen him struggle too much i do like uh towards the end of the trailer where um fennec shand says something along the lines of if you if you had spoken this way to jabba he would have fed you to his menagerie yeah they didn't want to say rancor (laughs) i yeah i know i don't know why i mean rancor would have just made more sense but uh but then boba like leans back in his throne and he's just like speak freely like almost like come on say something <laughs> see what i do <laughs> that's at least what i got out of it he could just be saying you know i'm gonna be you know nicer about it but to me he kind of had a tone where it sounded like he was like come on say something uh yeah like i said i think he's you know reeling in his prey or something you know like making mm-hmm. him take a bite and and then he'll strike eventually you know yeah he's, he's not in a hurry um so yeah december 29th this this whole thing starts 
Are we going to do weekly shows when that happens? You think? I mean, considering uh, we got some messages to do an episode about our thoughts on the trailer, I think we almost have to do after shows of the series, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would think I'm, so. We're, I had fun doing them for the Mandalorian. That was that was a good time. Yeah, it was fun waking up every Friday and um, getting some new Star Wars and digesting it all, and you know, learning all the hidden stuff, all the background stuff, and the stuff you missed, and mm-hmm. all the Easter eggs or whatnot. So yeah, it's going to be fun to, to to have some live action, you know, and not not have it be uh, animation. And so. maybe maybe there'll be some things revealed. Maybe there'll be some new questions. I mean, it's always good, you know. Star Wars is always good for that, you know, answering some things and but giving you more questions on top of it. Oh yeah. The one thing we didn't mention was the uh the Athorian that was talking, I'm assuming, to Boba Fett, the hammerhead guy sitting on a throne. That was like pretty early in the the trailer. I don't remember exactly where. Right. But uh curious to see what that character's whole situation is because Boba Fett says something like I'm not a bounty hunter and I think the Athorian says I can't find it says something like that's not what I've heard I think that's oh okay here we go here's the shot of him at 29 seconds he looks like he's the head of something like kind of like that Twi'lek yeah seems like all he's dealing with is like people in charge of stuff so ah, like uh mob bosses and stuff yeah okay Oh, that just brought up an interesting question. Do you think he'll, uh, Drayden Voss will show up? Uh, no, he's dead. He's dead? Yeah. What about his organization? Yeah, that Crimson Dawn, I think. Yeah, Crimson that Dawn. could make sense. Yeah. You know, because they're probably still, I have to think they're probably still around. And um, then the Black Suns? Oh, Prince uh, Shizor? Shizor, yeah. Okay. You know, we're talking Underworld, right? Yeah. And then who else could be Underworldling? Uh, Darth Maul, like Darth Maul, right? His syndicate? Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine if they bring Darth Maul back? (laughs) That'd be awesome. That'd be funny. Yeah, I mean, I guess you never know. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got to think that if he's dealing with all of these crime syndicates. Maybe the Pikes? Yeah, the Pikes would make sense too. So I guess it all depends on who Jabba dealt with, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know who all worked with him. But I don't other, know. Other, other, um, what, what was Jabba's race? The Huts. Other Huts, other Huts. I was going to ask you, do you think we'll see any huts in this? Like maybe Jabba's son or something? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Be cool to see another hut. I mean, I don't know if they would do it, you know, because it'd probably be, I doubt it'll be to, to the level that they did Return of the Jedi hut, but mm-hmm. maybe a smaller, a smaller one, you know, CGI. Sure. That'd be cool. That'd be I think very it'd, cool. It'd be kind of cool if it was actually Jabba's son going for the throne or something be For very real. different. I mean, I don't know how old Jabba's son would be. He was just a tiny baby, like a newborn in uh, the Clone Wars movie. I- I'm curious to see where this goes. That's, right. I think talking to you about it has kind of raised my my levels a little bit of, you know, 
what the show is going to be. Not that again, not that I was not going to watch it. Right. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been looking forward to it ever since the uh, end of the season two of Mandalorian, you know, when he walks in and takes out Bib Fortuna. Exactly. No. Yeah. And you told me, did you watch the end? And I'm like, oh, no, there was an ending thing. <laughs> I turned it off like right before it switched over to the ending thing. I'm like, <sighs> man, I knew it. I was like, it just felt like there was something more. Like, you know what I mean? It ended and it was cool. But I'm like, there feels like there's going to be some sort of epilogue, something. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there was. And I totally missed it. <laughs> Dude, I wonder how many people actually missed it. Uh, my friend at work. He yeah. fi- he just finally like a few months back finished uh, season two of the Mandalorian and I'm like, so what did you think about the after credits? And he's looking at me. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess you know what you're doing when you go home. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He like texted me some expletives after that. Right. He's like, how did I miss this? <laughs> so I'm just going through um, at like 31 seconds. It shows this city. Um, it looks like they're on Tatooine. It's another desert planet, you know. Is this a city that we've haven't visited? It's pretty big. Seems like some, a lot of stuff's going on here, or or do we know what city it is? Honestly, have no idea. I mean, because it's like it looks like it's in a crater, kind of like um Grand Canyon ish. But then right. there's like a bunch of buildings up top across, like in the background. So wherever this is, it's huge. Um, yeah. I was wondering if maybe this is like what's behind Jabba's palace. Like there's a whole town behind it. Uh, I mean, I guess this is bigger than a town, like a big city or something. Cause we only ever really see that one shot of uh, Jabba's palace. So maybe, and it's up high if I remember correctly. So maybe this is, you know, you go inside the palace and go out the back door and this is what you see. Right. Um, I'd have to assume it's Tatooine. Just because it seems like Tatooine is a, a central point in Star Wars. Oh, for real. Everything. Um, yeah. But and and really, in my opinion, and I said I think I said this about the Force Awakens, why introduce another desert planet? Just use the same like use the same one at that if you're gonna do another desert planet, just use Tatooine. Why make it different? Yeah, you mean Jakku? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was basically Tatooine, you know, version two. <laughs> right? Is it is is this back to maybe? Oh, you I know? know. I mean, you were there. Or, what do you or think? whatever? Because that was it looked like Tatooine to me, and this looks like the same type of um type huh. city. They they never really tell you. I don't know how people find out. Maybe it's on Elberish on the street signs or something, but. Oh yeah, <laughs> or whatever planet Back Two is on. I mean, it doesn't you know kind of has a similar architecture style. So yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, what? But all we really know of on on Tatooine is what Moss Eisley, Moss Espa, and Moss Pelgo. Right. Those are the only places in and Jabba's think, palace. That doesn't look like Moss Eisley to me. Moss Eisley was. Not that big, I don't think. Oh, and Lars's ranch. Right. And um Sarlacc pit. Oh, and uh but that's it. Where did where did Luke want to go to get his uh power converters? Oh, that's true. Um and uh <laughs> Tashi Tashi Station. 
And that little canyon that he used to uh, ride his uh, Beggars Canyon. Beggars Canyon. Yep. Right. Oh, hey, is this Beggars Canyon? Yeah. <laughs> He's just the but that's but that's it. That's yeah. all we know. Tatooine. <laughs> right. <laughs> a big planet with twin suns. I mean, oh, is it a planet or is it a moon? Oh, I don't know. That's a good point. They never call it the moon of Tatooine. That's true. Might yeah. be one of those cases where it's an actual planet. Rare. That's rare. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you want to? One thing, and, and I could be completely off here, but the the font that they use just says Boba Fett reminded me of the comic books. If you look at uh, one minute, 38 seconds, pretty fitting. Um, I, I remember reading these comic books that came out late 90s. Um, that kind of like center, center, there were Boba Fett comic books, dark horse comics. Okay. And, um, just like the, the font kind of looks similar to the one that they used for the comic books back then, at least, the or maybe the color of, of, of the letters and stuff. I don't know if they're borrowing from the back then or something, but I just like, I don't know. It just looked familiar to me. That's all. It does have a familiar font style. I'm actually typing in uh you said dark horse comics boba fett yeah i mean i probably won't find what i'm trying to find but give it a whirl it's not probably not right on the nose but i don't know they kind of do like his lettering kind of a little bit the little bit the trailer has like more like a jagged right like sharp these have the sharp like points it does have a familiarity to it though i can't can't place what that is though and if anyone you know i highly recommend i have a few of them um and i always enjoyed them they were my favorite star wars comic books to read because there's always like this there's always like a twist you know what i mean Mm -hmm. at the end there's always something that that there's always like yeah there was always like um some sort of a unexpected thing you know Uh, it wasn't just like a straightforward story so i always had fun reading those i don't know if i ever really read any of the dark horse comics might have to check some out. Oh yeah, definitely do. Do it. That's that's a really cool logo though. The book of Boba Fett and his colors. I like how the the words have like some battle damage on them. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, and remember back in the day when Star, uh, Disney was going to be like, we're going to give you, you know, the sequel trilogy, and then we're going to give you uh, like an Obi Wan movie, and then we're going to give you a Boba Fett movie. You remember all that? Like we're going to get just oh, yeah. like movies and galore, a Han Solo movie. Do you think this show kind of like took a look at what they had for that movie and like is going to use some of it, you think? Or is this completely brand new story? You know, that's hard to say because I believe at that time, Favreau and Filoni weren't involved in any of the live action. So, you know, the, I mean, I guess, yeah, they could have pulled from it a little bit if they saw something, but I, f- I almost feel like Favreau and Filoni have a plan that they started with the Mandalorian. And, uh, you know, I think it was like Kathleen Kennedy last year had said that these, all these series are going to form into one, uh, like Avengers style. I don't know if they said film, I'm assuming probably a Disney plus style film. So like you'd have, 
probably not the Obi-Wan or Andor series, but the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and it was supposed to be the Rangers of the New Republic that I think they just set aside for now. But yeah, I, I mean, you never know. We see what, what has been pulled from other content, right. small things. So I'm sure if they, I imagine that they were um, at least allowed to take a look at what was going on for those ideas. Sure. And yeah, I mean, if you'd like something, may as well use it, right? See if they can. Rec- yeah, exactly. Like if it's, it wasn't used before and it's completely cool, why not? Right. Um, yeah. it, it, I, I think I find it interesting that, you know, you bringing that up, it made me realize that we're still getting that content in a way because, you know, when uh, after The Last Jedi and Solo came out, they were like, yeah, we're taking a break from the movies. And you, like you just said, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, those were supposed to be movies. And now we're getting them as miniseries on Disney Plus. So, right. They didn't. They, they at least didn't abandon their plan entirely. They're sticking to it just in a different way, different formula. Right. Yeah. They're like, you know, let's not try to cram these stories in two hour, two and a half hour segments. Let's let's give people like an eight to ten hour storyline, or not eight to ten hours, but like, but it could be half hour episodes, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, like a six, four to to, six yeah, four to six yeah. hour thing. More time that we can spend um, in uh, the Star Wars universe. And and another cool thing that I think we touched on last week about the Disney Plus series as opposed to films is you can build a character or solidify an, an already made character better in these series than you can in a film because you're you know in a film you're looking at two hours, two and a half hours. And like you were just saying, a series, you can get six, four to eight hours. Yeah. It's a lot more time to establish a character. Yeah. A bunch of characters. Yeah. And have them go through some arcs and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And many, many adventures along the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a question. Do you think we'll see Din Djarin in the book of Boba Fett? Oh, um, uh, I don't, I want to say, I, you know, like I, I want to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no. I don't think so. Um, there's really no reason for him to show up. Um, right. I don't think he's got anything to do with the underworld. Well, he's a bounty hunter in a Yeah. He's a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's like a crime syndicate type guy. He's more of like a legit going after bounties. And uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. From this, yeah. from, from the, from the impression I get from the trailer, it's got nothing to do with the Mandalorian sto- story or anything. So, um, he would just show up maybe in passing or something like he'd walk by, past them or something, or I don't think he would, you know, walk by and fist bump them. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> My only thought would be, um, maybe he's, Maybe Din, since they're they're supposed to be connecting these stories, you know, for a later project. But uh, maybe he's trying to find um, like the armorer and other members of his covert. Maybe he could catch up with Boba and 
see if Boba has any info on that. That would be the only thing I could see it making sense to bring him into the show. Okay. But otherwise I'm kind of with you that it doesn't look like it would make much sense for him to be in it. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be too involved or care about uh, Mandalore mm-hmm. or anything or, or, um, you know, the, the dark saber, is that the sword's name? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even want it. <laughs> yeah. He does. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about the history of Mandalore. He doesn't care about, uh, Bo-Katan and, and her group or her, her struggle to try to get Mandalore back. He says it's glass and like, come out, you know, he doesn't seem to be connected to that planet. He seems like uh, he's got his own eyes set on tattooing and taking over crime families, enterprises. Um, but I kind of do see those um, X-Wings. I could see those guys showing up. Oh, uh, Filoni and that other Filoni. guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. <laughs> yeah, I could see those guys flying around, you know, trying to find out, trying to be the cops and Trying to mm-hmm. put, because they're in the outer rim, right? Yeah. And weren't they like supposed to be kind of patrolling that area or keeping tabs on what's going on? I I think something like that. I the know Kim that they Kim were supposed guy. to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. I can see those guys showing up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. So uh, I want to end it with a question to you and to our listeners. Okay. Uh, it just kind of popped in my head, actually, with the book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and the Mandalorian series doing a team up. Do you think we might see, and this falls into what we just talked about last week, uh, a topic at least? Do you think we might see some version of Heir to the Empire happen in that team up? You know, we got Thrawn, we have some Jedi. I mean, the only thing that would be weird, I guess, would be like Solo and and Leia. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd bring them into it. They'd be like, oh, they're stuck in the capital of Coruscant. They won't be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that would be a pretty good cop out and yeah. kind of uh, not a cop out in a bad way. But, you know, that happens in that book that they're at Coruscant a few times. So it wouldn't be out of ordinary, you know, wouldn't yeah. be. I'm just curious to see if that could be knowing the guys that are making these series and clearly they are fans of those stories. I can see I can see some of that stuff. The Empire showing up, you know, throwing a Star Destroyer here or there to kind of wreck the day and show their their um, presence and try to figure out a way to get back into the um, power and using the underworld to do some of their work. I don't know. We'll see. It's right. all exciting stuff. It's all like, you know, where we want to, where, where us, our generation kind of wants to like explore more, you know? Oh, yeah. What happens after the Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Mandalorian was giving us some. Now this, like, this is awesome. Bring it I on. Know. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> all right, man. Um, yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up. Just to, again, we want to say thank you to um, everyone out there that listens and all of you that messaged us asking us to do this episode. I had a good time. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I guess there's only one thing left to do. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. Do it. Admiral Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. 
Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud.